back everyone episode 21 of witches legends ghosts oh my uh this is our 21st episode yes so we decided 21 we're gonna bring back something we haven't done in a while we started it with the intention of taking shots every episode every episode and then we were like well Maybe that's a little strange. Well, we started um, recording earlier in the day at like 10 a.m. And we just didn't, we felt like taking a shot at 10 a.m. was a little a strange. A little strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little strange. But uh, it's not so 10 a.m. It, it's not 10 a.m. It, it is only 1230. But <laughs> one shot. We're, we're going to do it for episode 21. So we got white rum. White and, rum. Bacardi. And apple juice to chase it down because with. Because we're babies. Yep. Cheers. Thank it. Think it. All right. Well, episode 21. Mm-hmm. The theme for this um, was a really random one. Like yep. I said, we have very random themes because I just typed, I just went to a word generator website and just wrote some down. So this theme is tickle. So we could go, uh, we were literally saying, yes. as soon as I read that, I was like, oh no, Hunter, <laughs> you could have done the Mahaha thing. Yes. Yeah. So I talked about that just a little bit. I just mentioned it. But Good. yeah, that would have been like a perfect one to use. Yeah. It's fine. I talk it's about some talk about something else. Also, I'm sorry if you hear a whole bunch of shuffling in the background. My Jingle cats jingles. are at their peak energy right now and playing. Um, so you'll be hearing that or seeing. You'll be hearing that or seeing them. Depending on how you're watching, listening. Yep. Um, so apologies for that, but we're going to keep chugging along anyway. Yes, we are. Because <laughs> otherwise, we don't know when we would be able to start. That's very true. So, okay. Mine is the Hanbury Arms Hotel. The, uh, can I see it written out? The Hanbury Arms Hotel. Okay. Yes. All separate. All separate. So, this uh, building is located in Britain. Ooh. And was built in 1784, but it wasn't a hotel. Yeah, it wasn't a hotel at the beginning. It was like an inn. Of course, it's Britain. They have buildings from uh-huh. that long ago. I know. We don't. So this is what the outside looks like. Oh, super cute. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do like the fact that there's like a, it's a curved window, right? I, it looks like a little curved window. It like does it look. A little bit. It looks like it doesn't really have a corner in it. No. Instead, the edge is like more of a curve than a corner. That like is it. very interesting. I didn't notice that before. Only in Britain. So, um, this supposedly sits on, which I need to cover this at some point, the uh-huh. Knights Templar tunnels. Oh, so I yes, need to cover ooh. the Knights Templar yes. badly. Yes. Um, because, yeah, so supposedly this sat on top of tunnels that belong to the Knights uh-huh. Templar. Well, um, um, before you go yeah. on, I was watching, I like to watch things that like almost like what we cover in our podcast. Oh, yeah. I forgot what channel it is, but they were covering, they found like 11 temples that were like half buried. Like, it's very confusing. Ooh. They were like, Half buried? I don't know how to describe it. No. Okay. The temples were, like, carved out of the ground. Yes. So, like, it's a whole-ass building, but, like, it's made out of the ground. Yeah. And there's, like, 11 of them. And nobody knows, like, what they're from. People think it's from the the Knights of the Templar. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But nobody... It's so cool, dude. I wonder... You should cover that, and I should cover the Knights Templar for a a video. To... To tie them together, but I saw that stuff ties together all the time somehow. Anyway, but I the buildings are like insane, like so, like it's crazy when you look at it because you're just like it's just grass, regular land, and then all of a sudden it's just like a 30, 40 foot drop, and there's just like crazy. The roof is just there, and like you have to like the roof. So you so they have a roof on it. Yeah, what is the roof? The roof is just. I don't know how to describe it. Let me show you. I don't know. I was going to say, at first it reminded me of, like, Star Wars when Luke stays with his uncle and they're like, their house is, like, in the ground, but it's, like, open. No, 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 no. Buildings built in the ground, Knights Templar. It's like this. Like, the roof is, like, almost in line with the ground. And it's just, like, a giant... Dude, that's really <laughs> like, cool. Like, I don't know how many foot drop, and they just like built this out of like that's so they the, so okay. it's like they sculpted it. They out sculpted of the it outside of the ground and basically made like um 
picture like a big like quarry essentially but then like in the middle of the quarry instead of water is just like two buildings yeah that have just been carved out of the ground and then the rest of it is like carved on a side of down it, is essentially yeah. what it looks like. it's like a sculpture yeah. like when you have like when sculptors are sculpting they have like a giant block and they like take parts out to yes. make it a thing it that's how they made this building they like dug out the ground and made a building out of like the ground like yeah it. instead of like constructing things and piecing them together yes. they like deconstructed they the deconstructed. outside of it yeah yeah that's yeah. really really so there's cool. like 11 buildings that are i think like around the same area that are all like different looking but they and all they are like that has to do with the ground the and they think yeah because they don't know where there's no like origin record. yeah there's no record there's no origin so we people have like tied it to that so that'd be cool but anyways so anyway Besides that, besides yes, it also um, used to be a coroner's place oh. and a morgue, and it also was a place oh. of execution at one point. So I'm sorry, what is this again? It, it's a hotel now. It didn't oh. used to be. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, a good thing to turn into a hotel. Also, what's really nice is that the original hanging beam that they used to execute people is still no. visible in the cellar. What do you mean? Like the beam they used to hang people is just on display in the cellar. Why? Yeah. Um, so a couple bought this place and they turned oh. it into like a half museum, half hotel, basically. Okay. It mm-hmm. used to be like a pub, I think, or it's connected to a pub or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they turned it into a museum as well where they have their own haunted object collection. So kind of how we oh. have, like in America, we have the... What are they Warrens, mm-hmm. the Warrens Museum, which apparently you can't go visit now. Apparently that's shut down. You're not allowed to go visit it. I don't want to. Yeah, I wouldn't want to either. When I was younger, I, don't I wanted take to for any some reason. But that shit. yeah, so this place is essentially like that version. So mm-hmm. the woman, her name is Tracy. I have a quote from her oh. <laughs> of when they were buying it. Quote, as soon as we walked in, we could feel the energy here. Added to by the underground tunnels beneath the pub and the ley lines going through it. <gasps> It's everything we wanted, end quote. Ley lines. You guys have to listen to our previous episode. We talk about ley lines. So I think what they're assuming is that the ley lines either match up with the tunnels, with the Knights Templar tunnels all around, or just in this one area. If they match up with the ley lines, if the tunnels match up with the ley lines, I'm dead. Like, Dude, right? That explains everything Uh to me. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? So, okay. We definitely need to film uh, yeah. one with the Knights Templar because I'm so I don't know enough about them to be able to like talk about it. I no, just know that they all. existed. Yes, maybe. Yeah. Well, because the the ley lines, people uh, in the episode we talk about how people thought the ley lines were just like a because of geography, like a right. geographical thing. Um, but then there's people who claim that the ley lines are like more an energetic, yeah, more spiritual, yeah. energetic like force. Um, but there's no like evidence basically but mm-hmm. if that if those tunnels line up the ley lines i'm done evidence yeah. they yeah. are a spiritual energetic thing it's not just geographical so that needs to be yeah. researched <clears throat> that'd be us. so cool so i'm gonna show you a picture of their museum that with the little objects they have it's a lot of dolls and a lot oh, of them are in cases too that I are like do not open i'm not a fan no i've never really been the kid that has dolls me neither yeah but the most I, is like stuffed animal webkins. Like that was well, those the aren't thing. dolls though. No, but it's like the closest thing that I had yeah. to a doll. Um, I also have a picture of the couple that bought it. But before I show it to you, I need to explain what they're standing with. Um, oh. so <laughs> from the days when this place was a mortuary, there are still uh-huh. coffins. What in there? In the cellar, um, it's part of the building, and you can you can see them. So in this picture, they're they're posing with some of the leftover coffins that were just in the cellar. So they bought this place. Yep, and nobody took any of the stuff out. Like they're just like, like whoever had it before them was like, okay, well we're done with it. So does anybody else want it? They didn't clean any of their shit out. Well, the. Cellar stuff, like, that had been in there since, like, the 1700s, so no one ever cleared anything out. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. <sighs> the preservation. 
We don't have that. No. So the cellar itself, like I said, they think it was parts of the Knights Templar. They know it had tunnels. Like they know that because um, uh -huh. it stretched under the road that was like next to it that led to a large church. That is really Interesting. cool. Um, but these tunnels have since been sealed because obviously if people are staying there, they are going to try and go around in the tunnels yeah. and they could get lost and, you know, not good. Yeah, no. Um but that sucks. They're oh sealed off. They're not like no. They're sealed okay. off. Okay. Yeah. Um. You can stay the night in the cellar, and who? And you get a certificate saying that like you did it. But before you do, you have to sign a disclaimer. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. So here's a picture. Uh, another picture uh, of the of the coffins. Oh my gosh! It's such a little tiny one. Or it just looks small. Kind of sad. Yeah, I was gonna say that's really sad. Um, and then um, the and then we have this awful thing where it shows the beds of where you guys. This is if you were picturing like a nice four star hotel. No. Uh huh. No. When oh. I show you these beds, when I show you the cellar where you can sleep. Okay, first so of this all, is just the cellar, not the re the other places you can stay. In the no, hotel. this is okay. the cellar. However, there's like they literally have like a hooded figure just like in the corner. I don't what? know if it's supposed to be there. It's or, awful. Okay. Oh, that's definitely like, yeah, they have like the hood hanging there. Yeah. So it's like a, looks like a prison. Yeah. Um, it looks four like beds. It looks exactly what you would picture beds in a cellar to look like. <laughs> I mean, it's just beds in a cellar. That's yeah. it. Like the bed, like twin beds. the beds look great. Like the, the comforters look super comfy, Um, but everything around it makes yeah. you never want to sleep in it ever. Oh yeah, no. Um, you get a certificate at the end. I don't want to have to sign a disclaimer to stay uh -huh. in a bed. Next, after that history, we have the spirits that are there. Um, there is supposedly a little boy dressed in Victorian-style clothing. Mm. A troubled little girl named Emily. Oh. The spirit of a dog. Oh, that's unique. I feel like you never hear about like the spirits of animals. Which is ever. so interesting because in my the one for the next episode that we're doing, I talk about animal spirits really yeah hmm. yeah so a large there's also a large man there that is known large to man. like push visitors onto the ground do you know how much so energy that takes as like a ghost like they they ghost hunters and like invest paranormal investigators and stuff will talk about how it takes a lot of energy to be able to like throw things to be able to move oh, things yeah. to be able to like do anything mm -hmm. So to have the amount of energy to be able to push a human, like not just to the, the ground, world, to the ground, that's a lot of fucking energy and a lot of anger. Strong, strong man. Yeah. Um, there is also a man who sits at the bar and sings. Oh, I love him. Uh-huh. He's singing, he, if he's he, singing sea shanties for sure. Yeah. But if he was around in the days when Piano Man came out. Oh, 100%. on that shit. Absolutely. One of the coroners that used to work there when it was a morgue. Uh, is uh -huh. still there. Oh. Um, the former executioner oh. just, like walks around. <laughs> a mourning widow. Patrons of the old inn and the public house when it used to be that. Oh, okay. The old landlady. Oh. Um, and so all of these spirits have been seen in and around the hotel along wow. with being, so like when it says around, it's around the old stables, which is now a garden. Oh. So they're just like all in that oh. Right? Isn't that cute that they turned that into a garden? Walking along the gardens. Um, and then here are the hauntings. So there's just a list of things that happen to people there. Okay, good. Random cold spots. Mm. Oppressive feelings. Oh. Things thrown about. Things moving around the downstairs area. Like just like things being moving. displaced. No. Uh, children giggling. Fuck that. <laughs> um, singing. Whistling. Whispers. Glass smashing. Oh. Lights turning off. Mm. Feeling a tap on your shoulder. Turning no. around and no one's there. Here's where the tickling comes in. If anyone was wondering. Sometimes if you're sleeping there and your foot's hanging off the bed. No. You get a little tickle on your foot. I don't like that at all. No. Dude. Absolutely what? disgusting. No. Pause. Who sleeps with their foot hanging off the goddamn bed? You need to protect yourself. Cover your feet. What? No. Cover your feet. Cover your hands. Cover your cover. No, I can't. I can't. I suffocate. Oh, you do suffocate. I need, I need, I get so hot so easily that I need like at least one foot. It's not necessarily hanging over the edge. Sometimes I will say I have done that in the past, but Ugh. like usually it's like 
one foot is outside of the covers, but then wrapped back around the covers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's still on the bed, but it's like outside of the covers because Dude. I get way too hot. No, I like cannot. I, I know also, you can't. I know you can't. I watched this thing has haunted me since I watched it. I don't. I think it was in middle school. Honestly, I watched like there's like a so many ghost shows. I forgot. Oh, there's so list. many, dude. But in this one episode, this lady was talking about her experience, mm-hmm. and she said she was like laying in bed, and she like felt a. Bre- she was like laying on her side. She felt a breath against the side of her. No, thank neck. you. And she heard, like, this man spoke words to her in her ear. And when she looked over, there's nobody there. And since then, since fucking then, I have to cover my ear that is exposed. Like, I take my blanket. I sit with the blanket because I'm a baby. I take my blanket (laughs) and I just cover my ear. All of my extremities are covered. My ear is covered. So really the only thing that anybody can do anything to when I'm sleeping is my face because that is the only yeah thing no i would not be able blankets. to i would for sure get you so hot i would oh my god i would die it would need to be like 50 degrees in the bedroom for me to be able to sleep like, like a that. thin blanket not a comforter yeah i can't yeah, yeah. and i can't cover and you would yeah the only time i've ever done that is when it was so cold it's like so cold that my nose was cold and I needed to cover with that. That, mm-hmm. and see, that I enjoyed. That was nice. I am a baby when it comes to heat. Yes. <laughs> that's me. For sure. So, okay. So there's the tickling thing. That's the only part that relates to tickling with mine. Um, but also, there's a rocking horse that they have that no. will start rocking by itself. No. Dude, no. I, I love rocking chairs, dude. I fucking love rocking chairs at work because i work at a daycare so when i'm in the baby room oh my yeah. god i love sitting in the rocking chairs it's like a it's like a like instead of rocking my leg like mm-hmm. shaking my leg it, like i just rock back, and, back forth. and forth yes, oh my god it's that. so like reassuring and nice um but then you think of this but then i think when i see an empty rocking chair not at work like if somebody were to have a rocking chair at their house i'd be like what the fuck are you doing with a rocking chair he won't pop that's have like one. Yeah, I know. That's like, you're asking for it to rock without, like, you're asking fucking for that shit. I'm surprised. I have a chair in my bedroom because I found it at Salvation Army and it has like a cute little like cherub. It's like beautiful. I love this chair, but it's not a rocking chair. But even still, I'm like, sometimes I'll look at it and I'm like, if I wake up and somebody's in that chair, like, I don't know what I'll do. I would put a blanket over it at night, probably. Well, to be fair, I mean... <laughs> clothes when I try on clothes I, I never wear this first outfit that I put on so that's where all of the clean clothes that I choose not to wear goes oh, because okay. I'm too lazy to hang them back yeah I get closet. that so actually normally, it normally is covered yeah I would like it not to be because it's like so beautiful but it's normally covered so normally nobody can sit on it unless they a ghosty wants to sit on all that the shit that's on it yeah but a ghosty but I'm still like sometimes I'm like eh, what if I wake up and there's like and a there's dark figure there. Man. But then I tell myself, that won't happen. And then I go to sleep. Um, there you go. But rocking chair is a different story. I yeah. can never own a fucking, like traditional rocking chair specifically. I was um, going to say, what about the one that just kind of the sli- glides ones, back and forth? The advanced ones I could only have in the nursery. I was going like to say, you I would want one for yeah. the nursery. Yeah, but that's the, it wouldn't, I'm not having a rocking chair anywhere else. That's so, certainly not in my bedroom. No, God, no. Dude. You wake up and it's just rock. Oh, God. At that point, Unless you have a cat. And then you can tell yourself, oh, the cat was just on it and oh, just I do jumped that off. Shit. I do that shit all the time. Because you know, my house makes it's haunted. noises. I swear it's haunted. Like, I fucking swear it is. I've heard some noises. And it's not that old of a house. Like, I know the difference between it settling. Because it does, like, make just, like, noises well, yeah. in the house. Um, and other noises. And it, when it makes noises when a lot, Elias, my cat, is, like, sleeping in bed with me, I'm always like... Okay, I'll accept this. Like, I'm just going to accept it. It it reassures me that it's a ghost because if it's not a ghost, then somebody broke in. So I'd rather it be a ghost or spirit or something supernatural than anything else because people scare me more than anything on this planet. So as long as it's not another living human being, I don't care what human being it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also another thing. A good thing about just having pets in general is Mm. if a noise happens and they haven't moved or they Mm -hmm. just look up for a second and then they like continue doing what they're doing. That makes me feel so much better. I'm like, oh, you're not concerned. I'm not concerned. Yeah. (laughs) It's when my cat sits in front of my closet and just stares at it and tries to open it that I'm like, 
I'm not opening that ever, actually. <laughs> I tell myself, well, I, I do open it. I always open it. I'm like, okay, if there's a human in there, I always take my little dagger with me. I open it. There's no one in there. I'm like, okay, if, if it's a ghost, I'm just going to leave you alone and, and gently <laughs> close it, it back and up. then leave. Um, but yeah, no. Is he satisfied no with that once he looks inside? Does he go away after? Mm. Or does he continue to stare? It depends on the day. <laughs> well, it's either, like, it is reassuring because I feel like for him, it's either a ghost, another person, or, like, a mouse. So, no mice moved. He didn't go in there and, like, immediately knew where the mouse was. Right. So, there's no mice. Yep, yep, yep. And there's no human in there. So, I feel like the last option is it has to be a ghost. Yep. Because cats aren't that stupid to no. just, like, be obsessed with the closet for, for some no, reason. No, they are, yeah, they are intuitive. So, it, it's more reassuring than than anything, honestly. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, haunted, haunted house. Haunted I, I house. think I do have a haunted house. A yeah, you said that for a while. But I used to be, like, afraid of it, and I'm just like, eh. I, haven't I mean, done yeah, it. it's fine. I've been here for, like, almost 20 years. Like, I think if something were to happen, it would have happened by now. So it must be at least a friendly ghost or just a neutral. Or just, like, the energy of mm. something that was there, but it's not actually, like, a, yeah. like a full ghost or yeah, something. Yeah, like, rem- what is the word? Rem... Remnant? 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 Remnant. Remnant energy from something. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So besides that. So besides that. Um, there are some strange smells that will happen throughout. So like mm-hmm. one room will always smell like really strongly like garlic. Like always. And oh. there's like no, nothing in there that would cause the garlic smell. It's just that room. It's like you cross the threshold and it's like garlic. Weird. Yeah. And then another one. One specific spirit, they don't know which one, but it smells distinctly like a, like a, an aftershave. It's called, like, Brute. Oh. So it's, like, very specific aftershave. Uh-huh. He'll, like, you'll know that that spirit's walking by when you smell that. I think that's really cute, actually. I think that's cute, too. Yeah, okay, me too. Okay, Bella, our friend Bella, her grandma's house is 110 million percent haunted. Yes. She told this me- This I know for a fact. Yes. <laughs> there is a specific room in the house that um, whenever, like- men are in that room it the room like permits like a smell i think i'm telling the story right the room permits a smell and then so like whenever like emits did i not say that you said permits oh whenever it emits (laughs) it'll emit a smell um so bella has a brother gabe and whenever gabe would like sleep in that room like when they're staying the night it would like the room would smell bad or smell like something but whenever like uh like bella would stay in there or a woman would stay in there it's like fine. it doesn't smell. Yeah, it's totally fine. Weird. So it's like they the spirit doesn't, doesn't like, like men. men. Any male figure at all. Interesting. Like yeah. Just in that room specifically. Just in that room specifically. So they huh. think whoever's in there, like, that's their bedroom yeah. that they had. Because this no, house is get out. Old as fuck, you guys. Like fucking old as shit. She also told me another story. Oh goody. Um, I can't remember the specifics, but she told me that she was there alone. And she, like, heard some noise, and it sounded like somebody was, like, walking in the house. So Bella, like, left. She, like, stayed, she, like, went outside one of the side doors and just, like, stayed outside the house and, like, called her mom and told her mom, like, somebody's in the house, um, blah, 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 blah. And I guess, I can't remember if Bella stayed outside um, and waited for her mom to, like, come back to the house. Yeah. Or if she went back in. But, yeah, I guess they hear footsteps up the stairs, like, just regularly, like, rapid footsteps like going Dude, up that's downstairs. awful yeah so at least i know that's why i definitely have heard footsteps never mind um but i know you've heard footsteps but i haven't fact. heard any like i haven't had any smells not that the spirits have been like malicious like at the grandma's right. house but they've just been more um make you know their, their existence presence. <laughs> more than the ones that i think might be at my house yeah you should no never mind yeah i don't want to they're chilling so yeah I mean, you could always do just, like, a little cleanse and make sure it's not bad spirits. Mm. At least in your room. I don't room. think it is. I don't think it is bad in my room. I don't think it's bad anywhere. Well, that's good. I Again, I'm more afraid of people than anything else. Oh, yeah. So, 100%. Honestly, like, ghosties are, like, so reassuring. Yeah. To think I would about. prefer to have ghosts. Than I swear to God, though, dude, like, one morning, I, I don't know if it was morning. No, it was night. I heard, I genuinely heard footsteps fucking walking up the stairs i swear to fucking god 
And I like, I think I was alone, but I got up with my little knife um, thinking it's somebody's in the house. Yeah. I never immediately think of ghosts. I'm always like, oh my God, somebody's going to well, fucking yeah. murder me. And I called for Taylor because she is like awake sometimes at like two in the morning. She like dances mm. around and walks around. And so I called for her and she's in her bed and my parents are gone, I think. And so I walked downstairs. I looked everywhere and there's nobody fucking there. But I know I heard Did she? Yeah, she did too. She told me. She didn't answer me. So fucking thank you. But she told me that next morning I asked. I said, I heard like totally heard footsteps. Totally heard footsteps. And I wasn't sure if it was you or not. Um, And she said, no, I thought I heard somebody downstairs too. So like. That was before you went downstairs? Yeah, that was before. Yeah. Because then she heard me go downstairs after that. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. At least it wasn't a person. It wasn't a person. We didn't get murdered. Thank God. Thank goodness. Yes. So, uh, what were we we talking about? More hauntings. Yeah, but what did you say? Oh, the, the after thing. Oh, the smells. Yes. The smells. Talking about, okay. After the smells, some guests have woken up and, um, like felt something was hovering over them and they look up and they see a dark cloaked figure. No. But see, to me, it's like after seeing the seller picture, it's like, do they, do people, do the owners just like put these figures in front of people to like wake up? Dude. Um, someone was like pulled into the corner of the museum, like by a ghost, like literally like pulled into the corner. Uh huh. And they're like, oh, they just left. They're like, "Mm, fuck that. And they just left. Oh, maybe they were like, you know, trying to feel. Oh, maybe. Let's say, hey, like, we can go to the corner. There's, you wanna, like, there's like no there's one like, over here. Nobody over there. Like, um, you come here often. Do you? <laughs> Don't want to come back. <laughs> Don't want to come back. Want to come down to my cellar? The man cave. Ew. I call it. Um, construction workers have had experiences there when they've oh. been like modeling stuff, and they've mm-hmm. left and like refused to come back. They're like, really? No. That says a lot. If I construction agree. workers, I feel like they experience a lot. Oh yeah. Um. People-wise and, like, equipment-wise. Yep. So for them to be like, no, we're done, that is, like, worrying. Yes. <laughs> and then, lastly, the guests will experience all of these things in the middle of the night. And sometimes they'll just straight up leave in the middle of the night. They'll just, like, pack their things and they just escape. I love that. Yeah. So that's the Hanbury Arms Hotel. I do think and mortuary uh, and yeah an execution spot um, and possibly on top of the tunnels of the nice Temple. and also yes <laughs> connected to the church nearby. I feel like there's definitely a difference between spirits because I don't know. I just had like this experience at uh, what is it called Kalahari? <laughs> I had this experience at Kalahari, really? dude. And I mean, I I was young and okay. it, like I had like how old were you? I would say middle school. Okay. Maybe. Um, but me and my family, like, went there, and for some reason, I, like, could not sleep. I think we only stayed there for, like, a night or something. Oh, okay. But I could not sleep. I, like, finally got to sleep, and I had, like, the scariest nightmare of my entire really? life. I can't remember it, but I just remember being scared out of my goddamn mind, and I woke up. Everyone's asleep, but I'm just, like, st- like, I just felt, like... Dread. Dread. Yes, I felt so much dread. And I stayed up the rest of the night after that. Like, I genuinely couldn't go to sleep. I didn't want to even get out of bed to turn the lights on because I was so freaked out. Yes. None of my parents were, like, moving. They're just, like, fully asleep. And I'm the only one awake. And I think I, like, I would, like, try to go on my phone. But I can't, I, like, couldn't get rid of that, like, fear. So I just, like, sat in the dark until the sun finally came up oh my and God. once the sun came up and people were awake I was like felt like much better yeah but like since then I never want to go back there like after That's that it fair. wasn't even like anything happened I just had like the scariest nightmare ever and I felt like fear well yeah but, like I'm just not gonna chance it and go no. back there no but then like stuff where I hear like an actual like I hear like a man or person walking around my house I'm and I don't as long as it's not a real <laughs> person i'm like okay i'm fine with it you so won't go back to this i feel like it, yeah i won't go back to kalahari but i feel like you can just feel the difference sometimes with I the agree. intentions well i agree and also that's crazy because i've only had one i mean i've had like multiple nightmares and stuff but there's only been one that i like very distinctly remember this is um very long time ago this was probably like first grade i still went over and visited my father mm-hmm. <laughs> it was at brian's and um he 
we would like sleep in the same bed and his girlfriend was out on the couch. Like when I would come stay, she would sleep out on the couch. I know. Um, well, he had like a sweatshirt like hanging up on like the window no. thing. And I woke up in the middle of the night after no. having the worst nightmare of my life, which I remember the nightmare distinctly too. Really? It was all black and white. There was not a single color and there were like skeletons everywhere and they were like Mm. marching and it was all dark and scary. Awful. So I wake up already terrified and I am like out of it and I see what I think is like a Dementor essentially. literally. Right? Like just in right there and I'm terrified and I like wanted to go out into the um, yes. the living room yes. to like get out of that area yes. but for some reason was convinced that if I stepped yes. onto the floor it was going to be an open floor and I was just going to fall oh. like convinced I had to like lean down and like and touch, touch the ground first to make sure it was there and then I like crawled out to the living room where Teresa was and no. woke her up and then I slept out there because the TV was on out there mm-hmm. so I could actually yeah have something but it was truly like I can't even ex- that was the worst oh god it was awful it was awful 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 I've never felt like I that I can feel like I can feel that like I know I've definitely there's been moments where I like wake up and I see I have like a jacket and mm-hmm. stuff hanging in my room or even like other places where I wake up and that's like the first thing that I see and it makes I'm you, still like half a down your spine. Yeah. It's like my body like goes in survival mode. And it's like, if I don't move, it won't get me. Yeah. Like if I just stay still just as possible. Yeah. I'm like trying to make it, which is so fucking funny thinking about like, you're just staring. I'm like trying to make out. Does it have a face? Like, is it actually is it moving? Fake? Like, am I, is my eyes deceiving me? And yeah. they have been every time, yep. but it's like. I don't know. I just hate that. That like you're half asleep, half awake. Your mind hasn't caught up with like what's going on. And, and it, it takes makes you, things up. And it makes <laughs> things up. And it takes like a long ass time for your mind to be like, calm down. Okay. Calm down. And your then heart rate starts to slow. The and relief that you feel after you. And you're so tired after that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, I love that. Overwhelming. Relief. People, like, when you read books, if you're a reader, uh, when people, like, explain relief in books, it's, like, uh, like a, you feel cold, almost like a It washes over you. Yeah, water, like, cold water or chill or something washes over you. It's exactly like that. It's, It's like, truly. Oh, my God. It's like you jumped into cold water and you finally can take, like, a big-ass breath because you've been holding it. It's like that. Yeah, it is. It really is. So what did you bring for us? So I went a very different route. Ooh, Um, I'm excited. I talk about, like, philosophical oh. and, like, mythological and, like, a little bit of history when I'm it comes to tickling. so excited. Okay. So we're going to start with Aristotle. Okay. Aristotle talks about tickling in his work, Parts of Animals. Oh. And he argues that touch is the most primary sense and human beings are uniquely privileged in possessing the sharp sense of touch because of the delicate nature of our skin. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that, like, humans are privileged because touch is, like, our main sense. Our main sense, yeah. Um, He says that although other animals have more advanced smell or hearing, a person's sense of touch is mostly, is its most fine-tuned. So, like, animals don't have as sensitive of, like, touch than they do? Yeah, that's what Aristotle says. Okay, okay, okay. But, so he calls (laughs) it, like, a privilege that, like, humans have this, like, sensitive, hypersensitive, like touch yeah um but there has been like scientific research that refute this oh because because he aristotle basically says that tickling could only affect human beings because of we our our yeah thing. because of our skin um being like built different oh, i thought animals could for sure be tickled yes no monkeys are ticklish yeah. and there actually has been recorded like laughter like ultrasonic chirping if you tickle rats too so you might not be able to like hear it like if you like tickle a rat but like if you use like i don't know the technology that they get to yeah. like slow it down or make it louder you, they like rats are laughing <laughs> and i guess the most famous tickler- so, i'm so yes. sorry no does it it doesn't 
So they're like actually laughing. It's not like, they're not like being hurt, right? Like when they get tickled, it's not like a, a harmful thing. It's like a- it's, I don't think so. Like okay. there's, I have a picture of a monkey getting tickled and he's so happy looking. That's so like, cute. Die. He's dying of laughter. That's so cute. He's like, oh my God, I think this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. And then uh, I guess the most famous ticklish animal, I don't know if you would call it tickling, but this is what they, they call it tickling. Okay. Uh, if you tickle a trout- like a trout fish. Wow. It falls into like a trance like state when its underbelly is like gently like tickled or rubbed. Like huh. it, do- it stops moving and it just kind of like mellows out. Mellows out. Weird. Isn't that so fucking weird? I love that. Like a fish, a monkey, and a rat. Like, and then humans. So different. What? All are different. So that means what? I feel like everything in between that will, would be. Yeah. But those are the only ones that like they've done studies they've done and stuff. Studies on, I guess. Time out before um, little Mister wants to crawl into my lap so I can finally show him to the world. Um, this is Astraeus. If you're watching, um, he is 11 weeks old. He's so cute, you guys, and he's also like on crack. Like he's a terror. He is a in terror a, in the best way. When possible. he is very energetic, yes, but he gets very cute and sleepy as well. Oh yes, so. of course. I'm going to hope that that's what happens. He's just going to chill and not step on your computer. No. Um, (laughs) So moving on to somebody else, neuroscientist Robert Proven. He uh, talks about tickling um, in the sense of like games. So he says that the I'm going to get you game of like threatened tickle is practiced by human beings. And but threatened tickle. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. It's a threatened tickle. But it's. It's the only joke that he says can be equally well to a baby human and a chimpanzee. So chimpanzees can also, you can be like, I'm going to get you. Like, I'm going to tickle you. And they like know what you're threatening them with. Like, obviously, I think you have to tickle them first. Right. Um, but like, they think it's like, they'll laugh that if you threaten them with is tickling. so cute. It is very cute. The fact that, so I think in the picture that I have here, like, this is them threatening to tickle him. And he's like, Dying he's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. No. <laughs> So I think that's uh, hilarious. That is very, very He cute. also says, um, so the Robert Proven, the neuroscientist, argues that proper ticklish laughter is not actually funny because it's too much of an automatic or neurological reaction. Yes. But the laughter when they, like, when people receive tickling as a mock attack, that's, like, actually, like, a joke. That's, like, yes. actual real laughter. That makes sense. But I never, like, thought, like, broke it down. No, but that totally makes sense. Yeah. And so then uh, the next thing I want to talk about is, like, pleasure in pain. Okay. Um, so I guess this is an idea that fascinated thinkers like Plato or Nezchi, Nezchi, I don't know how to pronounce it, <laughs> Freud. And they argue that tickling serves as an alternative way of thinking about pleasure, like, as titillation and ex- excitation. And Nezchi, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, <laughs> puts it as, what is the best life to be tickled to death? I guess foot tickling has been used for sexual arousal. Oh. For centuries. Like oh. many of pe- like people like Catherine the Great, Anna Invenova, and Elizabeth, and like those famous people like participated in like foot tickling. As like a fetish? Like, like a foot fetish? So I'll explain it when okay. I talk about Anna Leopoldnova had at least six ticklers at her feet. And while the ticklers, like, would tickle their feet, they also, like, were telling stories and singing. And I guess that the tickling was done to work the ladies up to an erotic pitch so that they could meet their husbands or lovers in a sex-impassioned mood. So tickling, like, It was like a foreplay. Ra- it was yeah. like a foreplay. But they didn't do it with their partner. Like, they had to get tickled them. beforehand so that they would be, like, aroused enough for their husband. Because their husband. Because their husband sucked. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they had someone else to get them aroused because he couldn't. Uh He was a failure. Literally, all the time. Anyway. But this practice was so popular that eunuchs and women were, like, employed as full-time foot ticklers. And they developed the skill so well that their occupations brought, like, prestige. They had, like, good pay. Like, literally, like, Catherine the Great What do I have to do to to get paid well just to tickle someone's foot? I don't I can tickle feet and sing. Hello? For 100%. Mamma Mia, Abba's coming at you. Like, hello. I'll do it. Sign me up. Mamma Mia. For good pay and prestige. Like, they were like the foot ticklers. Only if it's a woman, though. 
I'm not gonna touch a man's foot. No. No, I don't. I'll wash it first, too. Yes. Wash the feet first to make sure they're clean, yes. and then I'll tickle. Yeah. It's like I don't think foreplay. men normally got it done. I think it was like a, because men are always in the mood, you know? But women, right, that's like, stereotype. women had to be, like, worked up to it. So, women I mean, were there's the primary. some truth into that, but, like, it's not the amount that you want to do stuff. It's the amount that you need of, yes. ahead of time in order to get to that point. Yes. And also, it's because of the husband's that they need to get their foot tickled. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, tickle, I'm not, I'm going to talk about tickling and mythology okay. a little bit. So in 1984, psychiatrist Donald Black noted that the most ticklish parts of the body, such as the neck and the ribs, are also the most vulnerable in combat. And he claims that when children enthusiastically tickle one another, it serves as a double purpose of inspiring peer bonding and honing reflexes and, like, self-defense skills. Oh, that makes sense, too. It's really, like, so interesting to think about. Like, I've never thought about tickling in any of, like, in That kind of of way. Yeah, no. So he infers that children learn to protect those parts during tickle fights, um, which is a safe activity. And then, like, those are also... They'll know to protect it. Yeah, they'll know to protect those most important parts if they need to, like interesting yeah super weird super weird and like i said the mythology is like littered with spirits who use tickling as like a torture device so the ma the mahaha mm-hmm. in inuit mythology and then also i talked about oddly enough i talked about the leshy you which i talk about the didn't i don't remember talking about tickling when it came to the leshy i don't think you did but i guess that being tickled to death by a leshy has been known to happen but this is most likely because they don't know when fun is enough and they wind up, like, accidentally killing their Got victim. Got it. So it's not on purpose. Yeah. Because the Leshy were, like, protectors of the forest. Right. So I think they were, like, tickling to, like... Pr- make like, you leave. Yeah, make you leave. Because <laughs> it's not pleasurable when you get tickled. Like, no. Unless it's, like, the teasing, like... Like we talked about the anticipatory beforehand thing. Right. And so they just accidentally killed them. It's been, like, known to happen. But it's not, like, something they do frequently. It's just, like... It has happened. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So then tickle torture... Chinese Chinese tickle torture is an ancient form of torture practiced by the Chinese, yes, (laughs) particularly in the courts of the Han Dynasty. And I guess Chinese tickle torture was a punishment for nobility because it left no marks Mm. and a victim could recover relatively easily and quickly. Yeah. It's not like a painful thing that they need like all like surgeons and stuff for, um, which I never thought about either. Like... It's an interesting way to, like, punish somebody without causing, like, lasting damage. Because yeah. with the nobility, like, they deserve better, like, torture or right. whatever. Um, and it doesn't leave any marks, which is interesting. Interesting. Are you ticklish? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I, when I was, like, in elementary school and tickling was, like, a thing, I didn't yes. like not being in control of it. I think it's, like, an anxiety, like, I need to be in control of everything kind of a mm-hmm. thing. And I didn't like that it... I didn't like it. So I You didn't would... like that your body reacted without your control. Yes. Okay. So I <laughs> would just pretend like I wasn't ticklish. So when people would try and do stuff to me, I would just keep a straight face and keep it all together. And because of that, I think it genuinely made me not ticklish. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. Like fully I wish. straight face, like I like people people could try and I like would not crack a smile. Cause oh I was gosh. like, don't because it would make people stop doing it if you didn't oh, react. Yeah. For sure, people only did it for a reaction. So as soon as I stopped, and I think it just trained me, which is kind of sad because, but whatever, it's not that big of a deal. It's oh kind of nice gosh. to not be ticklish. It is nice. There's some, I think some people too are bored, like, I don't know if it lasts long, but when I tickle some babies, it's like, they're squealing, they're like trying to get away, yeah. and then when you tickle other babies, they're, they're just like, like, do nothing. why are you touching my Maybe that's just chin? how it was for me. Why are you touching my sides, my feet, like. Yeah, maybe I just was not ticklish. Yeah. Yeah, I think there has to be some people who are born without it. But I also wonder if those people who are, like, born without it have, um, according to that one guy, have less... Touch? No, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, worse self-defense, like, protective instincts Mm, over those... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if, in his theory, if you connect it to that, I wonder if those people were born without it... Right. Don't think about it. Whereas, like, it's on a conscious for people who were ticklish. Even, like, you. Because you were ticklish at some point. You didn't like it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I wonder if that's... That is very thing. interesting. That'd be a cool study. Too. Yeah, it would. 
In ancient Japan, mm-hmm. there was a form of punishment okay. called shiki. Okay. Shiki. Shike. Which basically translates to private punishment. And oh. the most famous, like, torture that was done when using private punishment um, was merciless tickling, basically. So it was in Japan. It was in China. And then a Dutch physiologist, Juiced Merlu, recounts an especially That's cruel uh, tickle torture employed by the ancient Romans. So what the ancient Romans did, I guess, was they put victims' feet victims on, like, a piece of wood or something. Mm-hmm. And they covered the victim's feet with salt so that a goat would lick it off with his rough tongue and it would, like, tickle the skin. So then after, like, they got it all off, they would put more salt on the foot and, like, the goats are, like, continuously licking and, like, rubbing the the skin. And, yeah. They have a rough tongue? Yeah. That would be like a cat licking you in the same spot Uh over and over over and over over again. Oh, my God, that would be... I get it. Yes, definitely. That's just tickle torture. It's, like, tickle pain torture. Yeah. So, like, they start laughing, and then I think it, like, slowly gets Yeah, because like, they're rubbing laughter. the skin raw. Yeah. So, that was the Dutch. And then Laurent Joubert um, wow. did a research on, like, the Renaissance and how they viewed laughter. And he reports that there was a story of a young man whom two girls were tickling um, to the point that he no longer, like, was speaking. They thought he fainted until they realized that he died of asphyxiation. From being tickled so much. Like, you could literally be tickled to death just with the tickling. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yeah, and another thing. This is my last uh, thing that I have to talk about. Uh, December 11th, 1869. Okay. I guess there was a young wife whose husband, Michael Puttridge, claimed that he had a cure for her varicose veins. So he, like, convinced her that he had a cure for her varicose veins, had her... Uh, laid down and like mm-hmm. tied to a plank and um, I guess her husband instead devised a plan to tickle her into insanity which worked because she was institutionalized it was a result of her husband like tickling her so much that she literally went insane the fact that did he get in trouble for it uh it doesn't say hmm probably not probably not no he's a man yeah so Tickling you can is go like, insane. Yeah, so tickling is like, oh, so fun. Oh, like, I hate it. I like it. It's laughter. But then there's also pleasure, and then there's also death. insanity, and then death. Yeah. So that's tickling. That's really interesting. Yeah, I've, like... That was really cool. I, I like the direction you went with it. Right? Very cool. different from, I feel like, what we've yeah, normally talked about. Yeah, but I about. like that. Philosophical, educational. We try History. to be educational. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I mean... History, yeah, history in the sense educational in, in terms of history for sure. So the cards, the cards, yes. Um, you should go first. Okay, I'm first for the this sounds stuff. good. So my card is from the Namaste deck, which is just like a stress less card. So these aren't oracle or tarot, right. but this one says that we should breathe in the moment. It says relax your eyes and breathe in and out normally. Pay attention to your breathing as if it were a captivating story. What part of your body is doing the breathing? Is it your diaphragm, chest, or your whole body? How rapidly is your breath? Are your breaths quick or drawn out? Do you find it difficult to breathe? Is there any pain in your breaths? Access everything you can about your breaths. After, breathe intentionally for eight minutes. Just by acknowledging your breaths, you give yourself more life and value. This will also allow your mind and body to relax. And the focus is now on your breath and not on anything else. It's like a good guided meditation kind of. It is, yeah. Of like, do, you know, focus on this. What I like about med- like guided meditations when it does that, it's like focus on your breathing and then work your way up from mm-hmm. your toes. Do you feel it in your toes? And then like you work mm-hmm. on your whole body and then you're forced to focus on your breathing. Yeah. And focus on the, the words that the person's speaking. Yeah. Yeah, so my therapist brain. um, Yes. There's a lot, people ask, I feel like people ask partially why like deep breathing and stuff like that like is recommended for like panic attacks or or anger or really like any, like any intense emotion. Yeah. It's because our body is like connected to our mind and our emotions. So when we get really mad or if we're feeling like high emotions, normally our body like heats up 
it gets really hot because it's like in survival mode. So a good way to like calm ourselves down is to literally squeeze ice because it's not only like partially cooling your body down, but also your mind is now focused on the, the bite cold. of the ice against your hands. And if your body calms down, then your emotions are going to calm down. I really like that. You can't really be mad. Like if you were to take an ice, if you're like really, really mad and you were to get in a, like a cool bath, you can't stay mad like right. your body is cooling down so your emotions are like tied to that it has to calm oh, down i really too. like that yeah. so breathing is like another way of regulating yeah. Yeah. body temperature or something because if you're it's... like breathing fast your body is like heating up it's okay. like so if you calm your breathing and focus on it it's not only like mindful because you're focused on something right but it's also like cooling and slowing your body down which cools and slows your thoughts down to focus on like this That's and cool. not like this and that and that and that and that and stress yeah because normally <laughs> also cool. when you're like angry or feeling intense emotion your mind is like racing it is not normally focused on anything it is just kind of like out of your control yes. basically yeah and so this is like forcing yourself back That's into really control. cool i really like that yeah so there's a there's education for you <laughs> there we go Okay, I have the Mystic Sisters, and I pulled Nyx, which is crazy, because I have a cat named Nyx. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever said that, but I do. But she does. <laughs> okay, so the keywords for Nyx are mystery and the unknown. Nyx, the Greek goddess of night, beckons you to relax with the great mystery of the cosmos. She is a shadowy figure who thins the veil to magical realms. It is said that those who worshipped her would do so at night in complete darkness. Nyx reawakens our sense of wonder and awe of the unknown. She urges you to relax and find peace with the deep mysteries. She calms us when we become anxious over things we cannot know. We often become so involved with day-to-day mundane tasks that we forget that deep magic is at work behind the scenes. Synchronistic events, strange coincidences, powerful intuitions, or epiphanies through dreams are more likely to occur and help restore your faith in the mysteries of the universe. I feel like that connects to this. I know. It's like, calm yourself down. Yeah. Like, let's calm down and let's focus on not everything. And I love love when things mention synchronicities because I feel like I see synchronicities all the time. And so it's so cool, like, when I get a card that says that because it's like, proving that I am noticing this thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, coincidence. It's, like, supposed to... Yes. I'm supposed to be noticing yes. it. Yes, yeah. So, I like that. Which a lot of people don't notice anything about their surroundings at all. Right. Or even, like, thought patterns. Like, people aren't noticing these things. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like so that's that cool. Card. I really like that. I know. I've always liked the NYX card. That's why it was crazy if you watched our TikTok video. My reaction when I pulled yes. the card is absolutely insane. <laughs> but it was cool. There's also an Artemis card in there, but there's not an Astraeus card. Aw, man. And I'll have to find one with him in it. Yeah, for sure. He's on the ground right now looking up. Because he's adorable. <laughs> he is adorable. Okay. Oh. That is it. That is that uh, episode is 21. for us. Tickling. <laughs> Tickling, which we were not going to do. But which, yes. No. No. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. I'm gonna get you. Uh, I'm gonna get you. Okay. You can find us on Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube. Yeah, I think that's it. It is it. Um, we don't post on the other things. No, but TikTok is like the only thing where we actually post regularly. Yes. YouTube also, because obviously that's where our videos are. Mm-hmm. Find us anywhere you get your podcast. Um yes. I think that's it. Yeah. Episode 21. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Bye.